It's Cofield and Company, live on ESPN Las Vegas and ESPN Sports Reno. Big welcome to our neighbors in the north. John Von Tobel filling in for Steve Cofield. Adam Hill's here as well. Steve is uh, taking an extra day. How dare he? Trying to get that extra time in, you know? Four-day weekend. Yeah, I assume nice. tomorrow, no show? Huh? No. None. How many? This, this question is going to make sense. Yeah, no show tomorrow. I'm going to ask an invasive question of the month. Okay. How many grams of protein do you eat every day? <laughs> I don't really keep track. You don't keep track? No, I just eat. You just eat? Yeah. I assume you aim for high-protein things? You want to try to get it to what your body weight is, you know, if okay. you're just trying to maintain. But even that's hard. It's like I'm not counting. I'm just eating. Mm. All right. This will make sense in a moment. Let's do it. <laughs> Battleborn Injury Lawyers presents The Big Four at Four. Number four. I ask because Tom Brady's in the headlines a lot. He's been in a lot of people headlines, People Magazine. Headline, Tom Brady still wants to maintain his NFL diet. What I put in my body is very important. So as we all know, Tom Brady's got the TB12 diet. He steers clear of specific food groupings like white sugar, dairy, white flour, iodized salt. Iodized? Yeah. And caffeine. Don't miss me on that. I can't yeah, do the non-caffeine that's thing. rough. But I ask, because Damon, you know, you want to keep up your buffness. Got to be a lot of work. I feel like a professional athlete. Once you're done, you're done. This psychotic stuff with the diet is—it's a big mistake. Yeah, he's really just trying to do too much. I think that's what Brady's—he's he, doing too much. He still wants to keep up appearances. I'll say, where it's like, dude, nobody cares anymore. Like, eat a strawberry. Like, it's not gonna—it's not gonna ruin the season anymore. Like, like you said, he's retired. Nobody cares about the insane dieting restrictions that he has now like he can let himself go a little bit well, that, and also it's why it's why i'm having trouble believing he's retired oh why would you continue doing this because it's a brand tb12 can't have the tb12 diet and not have tb12 on it sure you can be like hey this is for your when you're high performance and you're you know you need to perf- perform at a physical peak and now when you're retired and you don't need to do that like now there's a different lifestyle you don't have to maintain it anymore like, I, I think that'd be easy. Until he stops this. Maybe he's not. Maybe he's saying he's only doing it, whatever, a couple days a week or I don't know. It has more cheat days now. But until he gives this up, I'm not going to believe he's fully done. Can either of you tell me what a nightshade vegetable is? It's Definitely a, not. It's a category of vegetables. Is it? Do they grow better at night? I have no idea why they're called nightshades. Because they contain a small amount of alkaloids. Alkaloids? Yeah, and alkaloids are chemicals. I don't know. You can't tell me one? If you can't even read what it is, I don't think you know. I mean, I just kind of quit halfway. Alkaloids are chemicals that are mainly found in plants. Is it like a... Say that. Uh, Demont said spinach. Demont, I don't think so. It's uh, a family of plants that includes tomatoes, eggplants, potatoes, and peppers. We guess eggplants. What kind uh, of a diet? You can't even eat tomatoes or peppers? Yeah, th- those are out? Yeah, those are out. He uh, avoids nightshade vegetables. What is he eating? Enough of Tom. You know what? Oh, wait. Las Vegas, Tom Brady. We love you, Tom. Come on the show. <laughs> minority owner of the Raiders. Yeah. Number three. A minority owner that has an obscene amount of power. Good job. Could we get Tom Brady to come on and eat an eggplant on the show? Maybe he avoids. I mean, maybe it's tomato? part of his. Maybe now that he's not, because he said he'll he'll relax a little bit. So 
Maybe he'll talk himself into having an eggplant. You like eggplant? If it's done correctly, I don't think it, I'm not eating like a raw eggplant. But I don't eat tomatoes either. Maybe I don't like. I don't really like peppers. Maybe I don't like nightshade vegetables. Maybe either. you're anti. No, you're you're yeah. one step closer to TB12 perfection. <laughs> I think I am. You a nightshade vegetable guy? Didn't know they existed before this. No, <laughs> I like peppers. Peppers are good. What was the other one? Eggplant. Eggplant. Out, pe- tomatoes. tomatoes out. Yeah. Uh, peppers out. and potato. Uh, no. Yeah. Potatoes. Uh, potato. Like I knew potatoes are bad. I tried to I smash some potatoes them. earlier today. Yeah, you did. Those look good too. Really there good. was a lot of them. I think because I didn't get them, they gave you mine. <laughs> That's a good point. Yeah. <laughs> That's a good one. I like yeah. that. Thank God. Yeah. Uh, also, a lot of the match. We keep doing this thing now with the golf deal. I think we're done. We got the recent numbers for the match. The ratings were not great. Under a million, like average viewers. I think it was about seven hundred k, something like that. I don't. I don't. I don't know how much has to do with marketing and PR and that sort of thing because I had no idea it's happening until right. like the day off. But they won't. So I did. I did the Zoom call with Mahomes and Kels and Kels. Steph Curry and Clay Thompson. I was on that Zoom. And as soon as it started, the guy, the moderator is like, okay, now remember, golf questions only. And I was like, all right, I'm out. Like, I mean, I held on, but I was like, I'm not going to ask any golf questions. So what? Like, let people ask other questions to promote this event. Right. Like, if you're if you're not willing to do a half hour of promotion, and I, I'm sure the guys would have been fine with it. It's a – a lot of times PR people will overstep what they need to – what they right. need to step. A little too protected. And so, like, I think it would have been a much better off if they would have done that. Also, they don't let anybody there. Like, oh, it's like get a closed event. Yeah. yeah, even media can't, like, whatever. But the fans aren't really there. I think there's a couple of invited guests or whatever. Like, make it something where people know about it, can hype it up, can talk about it. You, Travis, Travis Kelsey, I'm sure, would have said something crazy. Got it going. But, like, if he's only talking about golf questions, when, when you ask him, hey, who, what swing coach are you working with? That's not going to get people interested in something. But also, here's the thing. Am I wrong in thinking that, like, the first time this happened, when? It was the pandemic. We were desperate for sports. It was a cool thing to put together. Like, that made sense. Sure. To continue to do this now, I don't think makes any sense. There's The appeal was we had nothing. Right. So let's watch it. That was the appeal. Yeah, things are back. Yeah. I mean, I, I get I think there's a lot of things that they could do. I still like the concept. Like, I don't think it's a bad concept. And I, I think they're getting really good athletes involved in it. But I think there's just little things you can do to to make it a little bit better. Number two. All right, question for both of you. It's very simple. I haven't touched it yet. I bought this hat at Oracle Park, the home of the San Francisco Giants. Well, were you there? I was. I was. Oh, where are you from? No, I'm not from there. The question is simple. I have. I'm, I'm wearing it flat brimmed now, but it's not really by choice. It's just I haven't decided what I want to do with it. Do I bend my brim? Yes or no? One thousand percent yes. One thousand percent yes. Two, both of you I really flat brim. No, now I. I'm I, think I'm rocking the flat brim right now. Um, no. First of all, it's also I feel like it's going straight up instead of it is straight forward. Yeah, it's kind of it, it's, it's, it's a little small? odd. I don't know. No, I mean it's an eight. Giant head, like myself. Yeah, yeah, I do. <laughs> like myself. I sit next to a guy on the plane yesterday, and uh, I looked over because he had a fitted on as well, and he still had his tag on. He was a seven. I was like, oh. "Wow, my head is a, a full inch bigger than yours." <laughs> it's really, really measuring, measuring it out. I like it. Uh, also, probably not very smart. That guy. I think bigger head means you're smarter. Your right. brain's bigger. Does not mean more skull. It means more brain. That's for sure. I think that's how it works. Uh, my head is massive. 
So, I mean, not, are you an eight? No, I mean, I can wear an eight for sure. Right. I usually go like a seven and three quarter, seven and seven okay. eighths. What size uh, are you? I don't wear fitted, so six, I would. Uh, he's like six, six and three quarters. <laughs> Tiny head. <laughs> Tiny head, Devon. Uh, no, I I think you have to bend it, but I don't I don't like, I don't, also don't like the overly bent. Yes. Like the when it's just curved way up and down like the St. Louis it's arch. Got, it's got like that sharp thing yeah, in the I middle. Like, I don't like that. I, I like it just askew. Because that's the thing that worries me too, is like askew. I just yeah. I don't want to bend it too much. Like there's got to be an art to bending it, you know. Like the art is to bend it skillfully without looking like you did it skillfully. I will say wearing this like flat brimmed, it's not as comfortable. It's definitely not as comfortable. No, it hurts to be beautiful. But I also <laughs> how would you know? But I also <laughs> don't think like I don't think that you can. I think it has to go like natural. Like don't bend it. Don't get one of those like uh don't tie it overnight. Right. Where it like p- perfectly bends. Like you just have to let it go naturally. But don't like mix it up a little bit right now and then just let it wear naturally. Kind of want to do it like I'm going to show you the angle like this. That's the bend that I want if I'm going to bend it's it. Almost, that's it's real subtle. I know it's you're only showing us in the, yeah, in the You studio. know what I mean? Uh it's real subtle. I think a little bit more than that has to go, but just what don't do the full arch. Yeah, I'm I'm like one of those guys. I'm just want to crank on a head. You just do it every time. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's just a habit. But also, are you always going straight with it? What do you mean? Because I'm a, like I'm usually backwards. Actually, usually like three fourths backward. I found that I think because I have a big head, I don't look good with backwards hats. Like here, okay, you ready for this? Okay, this is gonna, gonna be, be I'm gonna be vulnerable real, here for a moment. Telling. Let's see. I see what you mean. You look <laughs> no, dude. No, you no, look. You're a backwards hat guy. You look like a. I am. Yeah. You approve? Mm-hmm. Okay, demand approve. I feel like you look like a uh, catcher from Sandlot. Okay. <laughs> I think that's where you're going right now. All right, it's a big decision. Or like a softball umpire. Yeah. yeah. Like I feel like, and I think you know what doesn't help too. It's got to be a good hat in the back. Like sometimes the hats are like uneven. I was literally. You know what I mean? I was so like it's, say that. Yeah, it's got to be a good hat. Yours right now just has the MLB logo. Yeah, I, I like a backwards hat with like the like a team logo or like a words on the back. Yeah, like the like the team Mitchell name spelled out. No, 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 that's a brand. I'm saying like oh, the team words. name, like the team name spelled out or like okay. a logo, something like that on the back that you can still know what team you're representing, but it's not the man. Yeah. I used to have a clean Mitchell and Ness like white Indianapolis Colts hat. It was like the throwback logo with the Buck and Bronco or whatever. Oh, the Buck good. and Colts. That's real good. Yeah, it was a good one. It was but if nice. you go like the the actual like the Colt logo on the front and then the throwback on the back, that's all that's It said Mitchell and Ness on the back. It's it's okay. I mean Mitchell and Ness is at least, at least a good brand. Okay. Number one. All right, Steve takes the day off and still forces us to do things. I, I thought it was incredibly rude. He tweeted out yesterday that we're gonna have breakdown of the hot dog eating contest today at some point. So I guess we got to do it. I did forget, by the way. Was last year when Joey Chestnut got accosted? Was that when uh, the protester ran up or was that the year before? Might have been two years ago. But maybe okay. it was just last year. Because I, I saw a hint. I saw I was reading an article and Chestnut mentioned that he had five more in him if he wasn't uh, interrupted. <laughs> yes. Uh, I, I, here's the thing. He can do however he wants. He's going to win. And he can pretty much do whatever he wants. The problem is he's not he doesn't have anybody driving him. Like there's no competition to push him to that next level. That was a year ago, by the way. Yeah. So so I mean I, I believe he probably could have done a couple more. Like he's only competing against himself. He needs somebody else to step up if he's gonna really, you know, take off to new heights in terms of records. But um, I think he can pick his number. He can do whatever he wants. Demon pro or anti hot dog eating contest? 
I'm pro. I mean, it's it's as American as it gets, right? I mean, Joey Chestnut is he's the king of it. I mean, if you like it, you like it. I don't know who's really out here watching it. I mean, Adam. I'm watching it. I'm watching it. You don't sit there and tune in for it. No, it's not must watch television. No, nine a.m. Yeah, it's early. 9 a.m.? Yeah, you get yeah. it out of the way, watch it. Although it'll probably it'll be like nine forty. The the and show's the, on at nine. Yeah. And what's the official like time limit? Two minutes? Come on, Damon. What ten minutes? What, what, it I don't used know. to be twelve, now it's ten. Yeah, not ten minutes, it. okay. Ten minutes to eat as many dogs. Ten minutes of just nonstop action. <laughs> the underrated part, I say this all the time. I tried to do not competitive eating, but I was given a bet. Can you eat seven hot dogs in eleven minutes? It was for charity. I will say this all the time. Yeah, you can. No problem. No, here's the thing. The the side, like the keeping them down, getting them in, is not the problem. The repetitive taste is what got me. Uh, By the time I got to the fifth dog, it was disgusting. I never wanted to taste well, another hot dog in my life. What kind of you make? Well, I don't want to say it was actually a, a famous, not a somewhat famous, but famous. like a well-known spot here in town oh. next to a sports book. Oh, okay. yeah, yeah. It, it wasn't the dog. The dogs weren't bad. It was just the repetitive taste. I, I couldn't do it. Though, I could do wings. You okay. say that, I'll but by you. the time you get to like the 60th one, I'm assuming, you know, whatever around, whatever the large amount, no, the you taste were here gets when you. we did McNuggets, right? Oh, we tried that because what was it, the bit? It was uh, was it Elijah Wan? It was Akeem Elijah Wan ate 60, like while filming while a McDonald's, filming a McDonald's commercial. commercial. So we tried to see if we could eat 100 over the course of three and the hours. The challenge again is not <laughs> the challenge isn't eating them as you, as you pointed out. It's they get really soggy, and by the time they get soggy, they are real tough to put down. Field and Company, live on ESPN Las Vegas and ESPN Sports Reno. No Steve Copefield today. John Von Tobel, Adam Hill filling in. I was going to do more fun stuff. Should we do serious sports stuff? No. No? I don't think so. Okay. I can't get over. I can't get over how famous Taylor Swift is. <laughs> Okay. I had so she's on this Eras tour right now. Sure. And I these NFL stadiums that she's like selling out, like packing to the Including gills. Allegiant two nights in a row. You, like it's insanity. And the price for some of these tickets? Yeah, well, I'm I'm not look, I'm not the biggest Taylor Swift fan in the world. I think she has some banners for sure. Like, yeah. there's some definite songs and I respect unbelievably her ability as a songwriter and a singer and everything else. I would have gone. Like I wasn't going to pay the prices that it cost to actually go, but it's one of those things. Like you know, obviously we get tickets to stuff a lot, and people are like, "Hey, you want to go to this?" I probably would have said yes to go to that. Oh, for free? Well, even for like a you know a minimal a reasonable yeah. amount. But I, I couldn't justify paying what people were paying. But I would have gone to see that show, I, and I like I don't. I'm not necessarily shocked by how many people are going. Like at what point? At if what you're point? female between 18 and 35. You're saying like that's a dream show? That That's who you listen to like all the time. I mean, Isabel doesn't. I, don't, I bet she probably does when you're not around. No. Like she, probably I, I don't think she's, she's probably embarrassed by her love <laughs> yeah, of Taylor Swift. Yeah, probably. She likes it. I, I, I don't think she's like listening to it that much. But I, my question too is like at what point in terms of your seat – is it just too far away to not right? Like, do I, like what's the point? Because you're still paying hundreds of dollars. Like, I saw somebody post a picture. Like, I'm at the Taylor Swift concert, and they're like up in like the 300s, and the stage is like all the way on the opposite corner, 
and she looks like a tiny little speck. And I'm like, what? Like, is it really worth it at that point? Well, for the most part, I think you're you're going to watch it on the screen anyway. Right. Like you're going you're going for a couple of reasons. One, obviously, you enjoy this, you enjoy the show. If you're sitting that far away, you enjoy it. You want to be there. You want to be a part of it. Um, and also, you just want to like tell everybody that you're at the show. It's very. Good I point. was part of this. Uh, which is fine. I don't think that's the worst thing in the world either. But you're going to watch it on the screen. So in, in that case, like, just watch. All, I think I've seen the entire show now just from TikTok and wow. Instagram. You've seen the – like, are you just watching? Is she, like, in your algorithm that much? Your what? Do you want to say that I, word no, again? No, no, I'm going to keep pushing. I'm pushing through. I'm pushing <laughs> what was through. that word? Al- algorithm? Algorithm. Algorithm. Okay. algorithm. There you Aglo. go. Uh, yeah, I think, I think she is. Well, and I just, I just mentioned uh, to John – uh, somebody who I follow on Instagram who was at the show the other night, and like she posted so many. You're like, all right, I'm seeing like bits of every song. I, at some point, I think you've seen like you, I, I think everybody saw the the rainy one in uh, New England. Yeah, uh-huh. like that was everywhere. My, my favorite thing is that I've learned is that she has intricate setups for like each one of her songs. Yeah. So like she's like, like for example, she's like, you know, oh, no. I was at my aunt's house. It's the same every night too, and. Her son threw something at the wall. And you know what? He got in trouble. And it's like, I got in trouble when you walked in. Like it's a- <laughs> That's a great setup. Yeah, right. It's like, it's one of my favorite things now. I'm like, wow, she's like, she's got this whole elaborate setup that it's the same, like, like you said, I almost think, every single I night. I think the worst part is that I knew exactly what song you were going to set up. Like, <laughs> right. I knew where that was going. So for the people when she does, she sells out a Legion two days in a row. Is it the exact same show? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. The entire tour is the same show. Yeah. That's the crazy part. To, to where, and here's the other thing. I think so many people have seen the show. Like I said, you've, you've seen it. There was a, a, a production error the other day. Uh, at, I believe it was, I think it was Cincinnati. might have been the show just before Cincinnati. And everybody on, on social media was like, oh, that the, there was a production error there. Like, this is where the door is supposed to open and she's supposed to drop down. And she missed it, so she had to sprint off stage. And everybody's like, oh, this is the part of the show where this happens. Like, yeah, everybody knows the entire show, and they're still going. It's it's wild. It, But I'm not necessarily – I'm not surprised at all. Like, she's massively popular. I just Googled Taylor Swift error. Apparently, at the beginning of June, she swallowed a bug. Oh, boy. While she was performing. News. <laughs> I, do, I will say things like that <laughs> – not like that. Things like uh, her performing in the storm – in uh, New England, like that was a that was cool. Like that's the kind of thing that you you'd want to be at. You're like, oh, I was at this show when this happened, right? Like that's kind of like a historical, from a music perspective, moment of she just played right through the rain and like it was like a perfect show. But like I guess that's why you would go to a show even if you know what's going to go on. You never know like what is going to happen that might be different. You never know who's going to be there too. One thousand five hundred and sixty-one dollars for a ticket. Too much. And like that's like the second bowl. It looks like couldn't that's I in Cincinnati. Couldn't possibly justify that. Is there somebody by here? Look at by the way. way so how this about is this? The question, this is the picture I was I was referencing. Yeah. So like, look at this picture. Like that's worth it. Oh no. You know, and that's, <laughs> that's probably so like a like a nine hundred dollar ticket. I know so someone that went to Vegas both days in a row. I've got to talk to her and be like, you got what? What are your spending habits? Well, somebody probably paid for it for her. maybe. Yeah. I mean, that is ridiculous. <laughs> um, yeah, it's it's wild. Uh, but but you know, like I said, I mean, it's not it's not surprising, and it's just going to keep going, and then she's going to do another another tour, and it's going to be the same. People are traveling to them. Uh, the one in Cincinnati, uh, I'm sure you would have been upset. Well, because especially because Twitter was down, you might have missed it. She basically tweeted out like an hour before doors open, like, "Hey, we're going to go an hour early today." 
What? Yeah, because uh, the the venue made her because they expected thunderstorms like at the end of the show, and they didn't want lightning when I all guess, these people were in the stadium. I guess I get that. So like, I think doors open at four thirty, three thirty. She tweeted out like, "Hey, everybody, gonna start an hour early. Please get there." That's unsafe. You know how many people are probably stampeding to get there? Yeah, it's crazy. That's insanity. And like like I said, Twitter was down, so you might have missed the tweet. Which would have made you infuriated. I just paid fifteen hundred dollars for these seats and missed the first hour because you started early. That sucks, but it's not her fault. I mean, I I mentioned to you, I won't I won't say the person, but somebody somebody was flying on a private jet to go to the show. Like, what if you what if you mistimed it? I'm sure nobody feels bad for somebody flying on a private jet to Taylor Swift, but they're like, hey, we're gonna land at six o'clock and the show's gonna start at seven. Uh, Oh no, now they're gonna start at six. So as of June twenty seventh, this is June twenty seventh with this graphic I put up. This is a bar graph of average attendance of <laughs> NFL stadiums that she's performed at in comparison with what she drew to the stadium. She either matched or surpassed four of them. That's incredible. What's the what's the one right above the Raiders? Is that the Cowboys? Uh Cowboys, yeah. Oof. NFL by far beats her out. That's the one. Oh, she's, that's the she's NFL. the purple. She's the purple. Oh, she didn't sell out that show? I mean, I assume not. Or maybe they took out seats for the Yeah, maybe. Yeah. They probably I, they almost had to have. crushed a legion. Sorry, Raiders. Yeah, just crushed it. Well, Heinz Field too. That's not surprising. She's winning. This town <laughs> loves a winner. That's true. They, they don't they don't support losing teams. You, how I guess how much would you pay to go to the show? To Taylor Swift? Yeah. It depends on the seat. Like average, like adequate seats. You don't have to tell me exactly, but just like sure. adequate seats. Yeah. Two hundred level. Four hundred each. Wow, that's higher than I thought. <laughs> so you're, now you're taking your wife too. I mean, that's what I'm assuming in this. I'm not going by myself. Why not? I think you are. Concerts are kind of. That's they- it. I I don't mind seeing movies by myself, even though the 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 moment for me has not come up in a very long time. You wouldn't. You but just, a concert I mean, you by yourself. Sang, you just sang trouble for us. You wouldn't be jamming along singing trouble. I with barely whoever knew the words. I just whoever your that. neighbors are. I knew he. He. I knew you, you were, were trouble. trouble yeah, you yeah, 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 yeah. I I, I said I'm. I'll uh, I'll listen to T Swift. Like she's good. She's huge, man. Yeah. They had a video. PGA Tour had a video. They were asking golfers their favorite P- like Taylor Swift songs, and they had like thirty golfers. They all knew like, oh, you know, I was listening to this, but now I like this. I'm like, that's. I did not realize she was this big. This I'd, I'd this a, opened my mind. Controversial hot take. I think not too long ago, of, uh, we were we were breaking down in the Raiders media room one day. What is uh, Kendrick Lamar's best like guest appearance on a song? And I said, "Bad Blood," Taylor Swift. Ooh, that's song. a good one. Yeah, because it's awesome. Because the original bla- "Bad Blood" is terrible. Yeah, and he saved it. That's a good one. Yeah, yeah. That's, he it's a, tr- kind of a hot take, but he I completely think it is. turned that song around. Yeah. That's a really good shout. Because yeah. I remember listening to that and being like, "Oh, okay." Like I kind of like this song, and then hearing the original and be like, "This is awful." Yeah, yeah. He saved it. Hmm. It's good. Did Mons? you? Did you also say what? <laughs> What would you go? What show would you pay that much to go see in a huge venue? Yeah, I was going to ask you guys. Demond, do you have any answers? Non wrestling. Darn. Uh, <laughs> I like how we, we've now just put Demond in this box. He's just hardcore wrestling. That's all he. Yeah. What about. concert would you go to? Would that, you would pay Taylor Swift prices for it, if you could afford it? If you told me that Jay Z and Kanye were getting back together and they were <laughs> They're just do doing super tours. Yeah. Okay. Well, Jay Z alone then. I, I mean, I would do Jay Z and Eminem. If we're gonna put people together, and they did that tour, yeah. So yeah, why can't I do it? Yeah, Jay Z and Eminem right. for you, Jay Z and yeah, Kanye. Why'd you get out? Yeah, why'd you get after? Well, he said it. I'm gonna steal that because I was gonna. I actually was going to say, but I don't have to. Like I've seen Drake three times. It's a great show. His yeah. first tour sucked, but his his last one was amazing. 
and like he's coming back and he's he's gonna be a T Mobile, so it's not gonna be you're not gonna have bad seats, you're gonna have good seats. So I mean I'm gonna pay a lot to go see that show. I'm not gonna pay fifteen hundred. I think I would pay that much. There was rumors for a while, like a few years back, that Kendrick and J. Cole were gonna do like a collab oh, album. Oh, I know. And it never really came to fruition, but like a tour for the, with those two, I'd be in. I think I'd pay those prices for that. Have you seen Kendrick? Never. Four times. It was really good. It's, really I, good it's, it's always been at the top of my list. Yeah. It's a good show. I paid I actually saw Kanye back to back in different cities. Um that's was it one of wild. them the, the famous yeah, walk off like <laughs> I'm out of here? It's fantastic. But that's what I'm saying. You gotta go to a show. You never heard this? No, I've heard of that, yeah. but he's, that's fantastic. No. Oh, it was great. That's what I I'm with that's, you. That's this is my argument. That's why you go to shows. So you so the artist I can was, cancel I on you? Six hundred dollars, yes. he walked off. Ten it was minutes amazing. in ten minutes in he walked off. No What was the one song he performed in? It wasn't. Uh, y'all don't remember because I saw that tour three times, <laughs> and I can't even remember what what the songs were at the beginning. But he was it was the stage that floated around, floated around the venue, and he was like, "I'm out." And okay. what was the reason again? He just didn't feel like it. Uh, he he was upset. I think what came out eventually. I think what they said was that was when Kim got like kidnapped or like tied up in Paris. Yeah, in Paris. But he also did like a re- weird political rant. Like it was a whole thing. Okay, there's a whole like fiasco. But that's. I, I make the case that that's why you go to shows to have me- memorable things like that. Not like if you go see a regular show, you're like, oh, that was awesome. But if you see something crazy, I mean, that's why you go. I'm surprised that happened. Kanye's got friends in Paris. <laughs> that's true. It's Cofield and Company, live on ESPN Las Vegas and ESPN Sports Reno. Before I forget, what was the name? Or- yeah. So it's just like when you did it. Like this? Oh! <laughs> trouble, trouble, trouble. trouble. Good. She, you know, she's a good musical artist. She's great. I don't think there's any, If you're denying that at this point, you're a liar. Or you're just, I don't even know what you are. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's silly. Don't fight it. Right. It's, it's okay. It. It's like it's okay to like it. I'm going to have to listen to that. That's, that's going to be on the uh, the treadmill rotation now. Would you go see Taylor Swift at Mackey Stadium? Just trying to bring it home for the Reno. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, welcome to our neighbors in the north. Yeah. yeah. I'd go see that. Sell out pretty quick. It's a, it's a more intimate, cozy venue. Really up close and personal with, t- with Tay-Tay. That'd be great. As they say. That's what they call her, right? That Tay-Tay? She seems like a Reno kind of broad. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> oh. 1950s. <laughs> That was intentional, but you know when I was young, by the way, I always thought that word just meant like you had brown hair. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah, that's funny. I don't know where you would get that from. I also thought dogs laid eggs until I was it's like such five. a it's such a ridiculous term. Really that's is. why I think it's so funny. It really is. I was gonna ask uh, before I forget because we didn't do it in the break. I have to follow up. What was the number for the fo- the movie times? I think it was two 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 film two 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 film. I believe so. And I think that was any area code. I think you can call it from anywhere. All right, I got to find this out. I want to see. For the Reno folks, we were discussing this in hour one. We said, "What would you do? Like, how would you react if you just didn't have a phone anymore?" Right. My answer was a little extreme. In retrospect, probably a little, a bit much, (laughs) a little. There's a lot more to live for, Adam. Is there? What would what my response? But whether informing our audience, the reason why we got down to that path was. I said, could you imagine looking up movie time? Like, can you imagine having to go to the movies and just, on a whim, just be like, hope there's some times in the next 20 minutes. Like, that's, that's anarchy. 
absolute life, madness. Life was chaos. But I like that's. I guess you could you could say things were moving slower. People were enjoying life more. Maybe I don't think that's true. I think you would have more time to enjoy life now because there's so con- so many conveniences. Because I, when I hear people like ah, life was so much better when it was simpler. All of your time was spent trying to figure stuff out. <laughs> that was your entire day. Now you just Google it. Oh, so you know what? And that's a great point. So the other day, what was I telling my kid about? I can't remember. There was like three different things. So we were just hanging out you know, on the vacation, and he would ask me like, oh, what's this? I'm like, oh, dude. It was like, I don't know what it was. I'm thinking like, let's say, for example, like in, this is more educational for him, but like he'll ask me like, hey, dad, like what's a – What's a sea slug? And I'm like, dude, YouTube, let's watch it. And like, you could just watch it. But it was something from my childhood that I was telling him about. Oh, it was a slinky. He didn't know what a slinky was because he saw a cheap one for the first time. And I'm like, oh, this is how it works. And you just punch up a video and you just show yeah. him. Can you imagine yeah. just being like, no, let us go find some stairs so I can describe this? I, like, he- no. I hear the argument from people all the time that's like, oh, Google ruined the good bar debate. Like back in the day, you would, you would sit there and argue for hours about something. And now you can just look it up. Yeah. Yes. It ended dumb debate. Yes, that was dumb. No, this guy was the starting setter for the Celtics. Okay, let me look it up. This argument is stupid. I don't need to waste two and a half hours on this. I can go on other things in life. Now, I the other things are going to be just as stupid. Trust me. Of course. But you don't need to waste a bunch of time on stuff that you can just easily look up. No, he won money in the bank on the Canadian Destroyer back in 2013, right? And that guy who's still wrong, he's still just going to be like, I don't care. Of course he is. But at least you can just be like, I don't need to do this anymore. Look, well, here's the information. I don't want to open Oh, this. you trust your research. I was going to say, I don't Shut want to up. open this can of worms. Just but <laughs> there's plenty of times when faced with, I know. with truth, I know. it doesn't really matter. I know. Facts don't matter. Only matters what I think. Alternative facts. That's right. It's good. I had actually I had a buddy that it was a good line. He likes to tell the story of me uh, getting after a friend, but his line was great, which was, do you want to, do you want to hear how it went or how I remember it happened? Huh, because good. that's that's a lot it better. It just allows you to make up whatever you want. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Absolutely. All right, Sam Peniotovich, sports betting analyst, Nesson, is going to join us next. It's Cofield and Company's Eye on Sports Betting with Sammy P. Sammy P. Only the hardest core, hardest of cores, hardcore, the most hardcore, hardcorest, yeah, of topics covered in the sports gambling space here in this spot with Sam Paniatovich, Ness and Sam. Good to talk to you. We'll open up with the obvious. Do you remember using movie phone back in the day? Oh boy. Oh no. He's he's doesn't even remember using a phone now. Apparently, well, we got him. I know we got him. Oh, but that was a good buildup. Wanted yeah. to hear his DeMond's, answer. Demond's still adjusting. <laughs> it's, it's all right. He's figured it's it out. <laughs> He's figured out the whole process. It was such a good. It was such a good question. It reminds me of like three weeks ago when I opened up with Rod Woodson and gave him a really elaborate question just for Ari to come down the line. And go, oh no, we don't have him yet. Yeah, perfect. <laughs> uh, I, I'm going to blame this on Demond's head being too small. That's very true. We found out DeMond wears like a six and three-fourths fitted. Uh, Sam, do you remember using movie phone back in the day? I wish you could have heard how quickly I said no and then just laid out. No, I don't remember movie phone. 
You don't remember? Like, hello, and welcome to Movie Phone. We were talking about what you would do without technology, and my thing was, can you imagine not looking at movie times and just going to a theater and just leaving it up to chance that there's a time that's ready for you? First of all, you coming at somebody about movies is rich because you famously <laughs> said to me on VSIN that you've never seen a movie that was put out before you were born. Wow. No, no, this is, okay, this is an accusation that is always unfairly thrown at me. Not never. It is now one of my things that I prefer not to watch movies that came out before the year. I was born the wonderful year of 1990. A lot of good movies there, Adam Hill, before 1990. Well, there is, but also I, I can't really talk because I've never seen a movie that can't, where the plot can't happen in real life. I think Sam Oh, oh. See, that sounds like you, though, so I'm not really surprised by that. I think you would agree with that, though. Sam, you don't seem like a Marvel, Lord of the Rings, Star Trek, Star Wars type of guy. I, wow, okay. I I do really like Star Wars, but not Star Trek. And, yeah, I'm not a big comic guy. Um. The, like okay, so I, I guess Adam Hill never watched like Superman or anything like that nope. because that's ridiculous. Okay, nope. that makes sense. What about what about like Ocean's Eleven? Do we like Ocean's Eleven? Like nobody would really pull that off. No, but you, you, you can, that? like you can though. Nothing. There was no superhero activity or time travel or anything like that. Yeah, I, I would argue though it's probably almost impossible to rob. Well, uh, is, like is it the richest man in town? For is it actually, is it found out a couple days. All you ago. have to do is go and say you're the owner, and they'll give you money out of the case. <laughs> yeah, hey, I got this fire drill. I need a million dollars. Yeah, that happens. Um, we are we we have we've gone a lot all off the rails today. It is a pre-holiday show in No Steve Cofield, so we're doing all kinds of stuff. But um, I do want to ask you about this. We're actually just talking about slam ball, and uh, what a fantastic sport! It's coming back. Uh, the reason I'll ask you about it is because. I believe, just from talking to some people around it, and it's coming back to ESPN uh, starting in two weeks, one of the reasons it was resurrected is because betting has expanded so much. People are looking for more reasons to bet. This is a pretty bettable activity that people are going to understand just by watching it. Um, how, how big do you think the sports betting expansion is for just uh, the sports emerging, like potential things emerging on TV that just, just because of the betters? It all depends on when the calendar year is for that sport. You know, like I think the one thing that works for lacrosse, and I, I don't know if you guys have experienced this, like I'm sitting at home now last couple of weeks on a Saturday flipping on ESPN, and it's like here's the water dogs against the hoo-hahs or whatever the hell. And I, I, I'm like, why is this on my television? And, and it's, it's on like all day sometimes. <laughs> and, and if it's on in an off-season – you know, give Premier Lacrosse League credit. It, it literally started its season right at the end of the Stanley Cup playoffs and the NBA playoffs, and obviously there's no football until August, September. That's perfect for lacrosse because it's not really competing with anything else except for baseball. And as you guys know, a lot of people don't bet baseball because baseball is a joke sometimes. You can have a 5-1 to lead in the eighth inning and lose that game. And it's not all the time, but it's more than it should be. You know, teams... Teams in football don't usually blow full or like four score leads, but it happens in baseball all the time. So I think for the person that's looking for an itch to scratch in July, even going back to when the season started in June, if you don't want to bet baseball, you can bet this lacrosse stuff once a week and then go on with your life. So it's good for lacrosse. I just I don't know like what the slam ball schedule is. It won't be big if it comes out in November and ends in. 
April and has to compete with college basketball in the NBA. You follow? July and August. That's it. It's it's a perfect That's time. That's it. Okay. Yep. Yep. It's perfect. So, this, so that is perfect planning by Slam Ball. I think this is what the big three does, too. Cubes League. You come out right when the NBA is over because people are looking for something else to bet. And hell, hell why not? I'll try Slam Ball. I'll try, I mean, if there's an edge to be had, you know, I, I do it. We, we just laid – how about this? Some people would tell me this is flat-out degeneracy. But one of the sharpest guys that I know bet two hot dog matchups today against the same person. Now, maybe this guy knows something. Maybe something's up. But I promise you, this guy isn't gambling. He's betting intel and information. And he bet against Jeffrey Esper, who is the second favorite, if you will, on the men's side. Joey Chestnut's minus 4,000, minus 5,000. And this guy's 10-1. to But the two bets that were made were Chestnut minus 21 in the hook against Esper, and then the same person bet the women's favorite plus 8.5 against Esper. Now, some people would say, wow, you're a real degenerate. And I'm like, okay, well, if one of the better betters in the world gave you these two nuggets, would you pounce? My answer is yes. If your answer is no, that's fine, but then, you know, <laughs> I don't want to hear this, you know, oh, you, you never share sharp stuff. Well, here you go. Sharps are betting against Esper tomorrow, and you do with that what you want. But, I, I, you know, slam ball, college World Series, women's NCAA tournament, hot dog, that stuff doesn't make you a degenerate if you beat it, and that's all I've ever been trying to say. Uh, by the way, what a lack of respect for Mickey Sudo by just calling her the women's favorite. Like, we use her name on this show, Sam. Okay. Uh, I apologize <laughs> to Mickey Sudo. Mm-hmm. I thought I gave her odds. I said Sudo was minus 5,000. Okay. but. I, yeah. Apples and oranges. Like there are there are people that are that are betting and beating these very small markets, including a market that really isn't that available in Vegas anymore. Is the draft? I mean, nobody was even booking bets on the NBA draft because books were getting killed. I think Circa took NFL draft bets for two nights and then shut it off. Like these smaller obscure markets to to bring this all full circle. If I can bet slam ball and find an edge, then yes, I'm betting slam ball. By the way, Joey Chestnut up a dog in that matchup, now minus 22 and a half dogs. Like I said, yep. money moves, baby. <laughs> I like that Sam's moving hot dog markets. That's right. <laughs> We're going to refer to this now. It's not points. It's, it's dogs. He's now minus 22 and a half dogs. Uh, have you gotten a sense in talking about this? Have you, like, how popular hot dog e- uh, eating contest betting is? I would assume it's got to be super popular. See, that's a good question, and I don't really have the answer to that. Um, I was actually I was on the phone with a guy about 10 minutes ago, and we were talking about this, and he said, you know, there's really not a lot of, like, action in, in the pool, and, and that's why you're seeing these, these lines move a dog in, you know, 15 minutes or whatever. Um, but I, I don't know. Like, I, I can't imagine there's, like, that much money going into the pool in, until the day of the event. You know, we, we get to tomorrow, and I don't know what time it's on. I'm going to guess it's like 10 or 11 in the morning on the East Coast, so early for you cats out in Vegas. Maybe when the, the pregame and all the festivities start, maybe people will get the, uh, you know, the scratch going, and maybe you bet then. But I, I can't imagine there's that much money in the pool right now, but that could all change tomorrow. Well, what I, do you guys think? you think people are firing hot dog bets? No, I, I, I think it would be much, much more popular if we didn't have somebody like Joey Chestnut – 
if there wasn't some guaranteed winner where there was some you know mystery involved in who was going to win. I mean, this is this is essentially the WNBA at this point. I mean, the Aces have already won the title, and Joey Chestnut's already won the title. Yeah, if he loses, I mean, it's a massive upset. He's minus four thousand. Like I said, the next guy is ten to one, and then after that, Nick Weary is twenty to one. Um, and his prop. I mean, here, here's the other thing. Like a lot of the content creation sucks because like people will tell you to like, all right, here, give me a bet for X. Not give me your favorite bet for the event. It's, right. it's give me a bet for X, which I hate, and I always fight back on. And the only thing people want to talk about at multiple jobs that I do is how do we bet Joey Chestnut seventy? What is it? Seventy two and a half now. Yep. And I'm not betting it. Like I won't bet a single dollar on that. If you wanted me to give a, a lean or whatever, I, I, I'd lean under. But this guy's also eaten seventy five and seventy six before. <laughs> Last year he gets out there and gets like attacked by a protester, Chestnut, like, chokeholded the guy and then went back and kept eating in 863. So I can make a case for under, I can make a case for over, but I, I, like, I'm not betting a single dollar on Joey Chestnut's hot dog total because I have no idea how many he's going to eat. I, I have no edge there. But if you start throwing in spreads and head-to-head matchups and all that, that's a different conversation. Well, it, and it goes to philosophy. I mean, just to as an overall betting, you know, topic or aspect as you said like there are people and especially in the content creation world it's like hey this is the most popular game today pick this game like no actually as a better i want to find somewhere where there's more value i'm probably going to go something that's a little bit more off the radar where you know there's a little, little bit more value in the line and then other people are like no just pick this game this game this game this game you're like that's not how betting is supposed to work Oh, I know, man. And I've gone around and around on this for years. When I was writing, when I left Vegas and moved home to Chicago and got a job writing for NBC Sports, we were doing the gambling there, Roto World and all that. And I remember because they had Sunday Night Football, they would really try and pump that game up. And I would get emails from editors that would say, hey, Sam, you know, we want your three best bets for Sunday Night Football. And I'd go, I don't even like the game. Like, you know, this is one of the tightest lines of the entire week. You know, it's usually like three or four wherever the game is, it's a tight game. It would totals always like 47 and a half or whatever. And, you know, all the player props, all the quarterbacks are juiced to hell on the over. Like it's always Rogers against Josh Allen or whatever. And then, you know, those prices run, but nobody cares because the game is on network X and network X wants your three best bets for a primetime football game. That's the world we live in right now. You bet in any summer league starting on Friday? I will. Yeah, those totals fly, man. Uh, yeah. You and I probably need to offline about this, and we can we can clue Hill in, too. I don't want to give the tips to Cofield because he's a mush, but some of these totals, they'll move like seven, eight points in these summer league games. Like, I, you know, you'll, you'll see a total at 178, and then all of a sudden it's 186, and, uh, you know, the Sharps gobble that stuff up. So, yeah, if I get anything good, I will, I'll be happy to share with the boys. Yeah, this, uh, and this is what we're talking about, too, like a – not super popular market where you can find some stuff and very information based, almost like preseason, Sam. Where once you get the intel on good players, you know, second year guys that aren't going to play, these mi- these lines flip, they'll go like three or four points. It's all about getting on top of information. Yeah, no doubt, man. I mean, it's and you know, it's funny though, like I'll, I'll text somebody, like, hey, I got this in summer league, and the response would be, man, you're a bleeping degenerate, and then it'll win and it'll win handily, and then that person will text me back three days later, hey, do you like the Bulls in Summer League? You know, it's funny how life works. (laughs) Absolutely. All right, Sam, before we get you out of here, we got a minute. Anything going on that you want to promote, share? What are you doing? What are you up to? Uh, Nothing I want to promote. Let me me just tell you quickly, I had such a hard time. I tried to bet Mike McDaniel to win Coach of the Year out here in Boston. 
It was 20 to 1 at one sports book I will not name. I tried to bet 500. And I was denied and then offered $37. <laughs> Luckily, Circa opened this up a day later. I was able to get some 23 to 1 in Circa. But in some of these states, man, it is impossible to get anything down tangible. Like, how can I not bet $500 on somebody at 20 to 1? Like, you're going to only offer me $37? It's, it's so stupid, and I'm so tired of it. Yep, it's heading in that direction. Well, at least out here in Nevada, we would just like stuff up like that. That would be nice, but, you know, not really <laughs> happening as well. Sam, good to talk to you, man. We appreciate it. All right, movie phone forever. That's right. <laughs> at SP Shoot. 222 film. Is that the number? I think it was. Okay. What's the area code? Wherever you are. It's in every, oh, it's in every market. Oh, okay. Wherever you are. I was about to make a reference to a song, but I'm not good enough at that.